Welcome to Revenge of the Podcast. I knew you were going to do that. I didn't either. I'm, I, I'm going with the flow. No. No. Power. Uh, I'm Griffin Newman. <laughs> I'm David Sim. That's a Griffin and Dave present uh, a Revenge of the Podcast. Supreme Chancellor edition. This is our Supreme Chancellor edition of Revenge of the Podcast. For those of you who don't know, jump in on this episode. Bad episode to jump in. Spoiler alert. Oh, yeah, gonna, seriously. It gonna, all comes down. We're going to talk about a lot of things in spoilerific detail. Um, this, this is a podcast about, uh, it's become about uh, George Lucas's Star Wars trilogy. Yeah, and, course. It, and and the machinations of, of Chancellor Palpatine. Yeah. That's what the podcast has really been yeah. about the whole time. I think he's been pulling the strings behind the podcast. So George Lucas's divisive, a massively popular yeah, uh, yeah. Star Wars trilogy, which mm-hmm. of course we know consists of three films, uh, The Phantom Menace, Attack the Clones. That's right. That was the number. I was trying to remember the second one there. And yeah. Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith. That, that was the final that's one. That's a trilogy. That's three movies. One, and two, that's three. Done and you 99, oh, 02, oh, 05. You only make three movies. Uh, <laughs> some, some of us like to call it the Phantom Menace trilogy. That's what I like to call you it. You like to call it that. I do. Because it. it's like, you call, you call Dark Knight a Batman movie, even though it doesn't have the word Batman in it. They do say the Dark Knight trilogy. Yeah, but those now. people are dumbos. I hate the fact that the third one's called The Dark Knight Rises. Me too. It's so stupid. Because it's like calling it like The Dark Knight 2. But what should it be called? Gotham City. Oh, that'd be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm with you. Yeah. All right. Not whole prison? Oh, whole prison. Prison in a hole. Too. It's uh, like snakes on a plane. Prison in a hole. It'd be a good one. Okay. Little, little housekeeping. Snakes on a bane. Oh, okay, David. Congratulations. <laughs> you made a funny. Uh, David's laughing really, really hard. Like, like, like preposterously hard. He's laughing like Mordecai levels. Um... <laughs> Wait, let me find that picture. Oh, don't! I I won't be able to keep it together. Seriously, if you show me that picture, I will not be able to keep it together. Um, don't don't. I'm I'm actually serious that you shouldn't do this. The more you say this, the more I want to do it. Don't no, because we have a. It is God. I'm just thinking about a Mordecai. And you're not looking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I see it. I see it. Oh no, it changed. It changed. Oh no, no good. Oh, get it back. Get it back. See a funny one. That's the funny one. <laughs> yes, Ben's he's, laughing. He's on the front of a car. Oh, yeah. Boy. All right. Okay. All right. So here, here's some housekeeping up at the top. We got some very important business to cover up at the top. Oh really? Yeah, I have some housekeeping. I have some things to talk about. Okay. I have a, a checklist of things to talk about. He's loading a checklist on his iTelephone. The Wi-Fi. The Wi-Fi. The Wi-Fi. The Wi-Fi. The Wi-Fi. And he is the worst. Um. You uh, sound like a cop in the uh, Robert Zemeckis film The Walk. Really? They're always like, "Hey, what you do? Get out of here! You're on a wire! Hey, he's uh, a he's a freaking frog on a wire!" I still think one of the best lines of all time is, is in Shutter Island when DiCaprio goes, "We're duly appointed federal marshal." <laughs> and because that movie got pushed back, we had it's to see that trailer movie. for like nine months. Oh, totally. So that one line just like got stuck in your craw. Okay, here's the first thing I'm looking for. As we talked about many a time. Can I not pull this up? How the fucking... You remember how Nicole Kidman is also in the Cold Mountain trailer? Like, her accent was right at the top of that, and it was so bad. So much time has passed yeah. since you left. Mm-hmm. She really couldn't get that accent. 
how do, how do we see? I'm just sort of vamping while you yeah, find no, us whatever the fucking. How thing do we you're see to find. fucking review? There's a review. Okay, so oh, I'll, you're finding iTunes reviews. No, but this That's... is one actually worth reading. And you're gonna see why. Okay. Okay. So I got it. Okay. So yeah, we Please always talk review about our podcast on iTunes. Review our David, podcast. Griffin and David present. Listen, check. You're doing that right now. Boom. Subscribe. Please it's, do. Yeah, just put a ring on it. That's all we're asking. <laughs> you got to put a ring. You on know, it. if you're listening, just put a ring on it. Okay. Uh, and then put, put a ring on review. that robot hand. Yeah. And then rate and review. If you're lazy, just give us some stars. Here's yes, a suggestion. Sir. Throw five. us five. Five. One, two, three, four, five. Easy pick. We're two not... more than there are Star Wars movies. We're not going to make you. Exactly. That's how you remember how many stars to give <laughs> you us. You take as many Star Wars movies as exist, and then you add two. You get two. Two for Griffin and David. The podcastic two. Exactly. <laughs> you add the number. <laughs> number of hosts, not participants, yep. in this podcast. Forget Ben. Okay. Well, that's important. <laughs> He's not part of that formula. That is important. What you just said is That's important. branding. Exactly. That's brand new. Oh, happy International World Podcast Day or whatever it is. Yeah, it's Ben's birthday. It's basically my birthday. It's Thank you, birthday. guys. Thank you. Birthday, You're Benny. welcome. Uh, so. That of, course, of course, there's birthday Benny, a.k.a. producer Ben Hosley, a.k.a. producer Ben, a.k.a. Ben Deucer, a.k.a. Mr. Positive, a.k.a. Hello Fennel. A.k.a. The Haas. A.k.a. The Haas. Um, Hi, Ben. So. What's this review you I'm want gonna to read? I'm going to read this review. Okay. And, and the other thing to point out is just list the other UCB comedy podcasts. Of course. Menage a Trois Radio. Because they're all Ben's babies. And we're his favorite baby, but you got to listen to all UCB the other Digital. Uh, what's the other one that I'm forgetting right now? So you're going so through you're going a breakup. Through a breakup. Yeah. Is there another one? You tell it. You tell it. Mm-hmm. Long form conversation. No, no you I tell think it. I said, I said long form. No, Ben, I you tell it. Tell it with Guys, tell what did I say the last episode? I'm going to say it again. No bits. Okay, cut all of this out. Also, there's a UCB, like, a hub on iTunes now That's where you true. can find us all. Yes. Okay, cut all this out. This is the start of the episode. Hello, out. I'm Griffin. <laughs> and here's your review. Uh, this is a Griffin Day present Revenge of the Reviews, where we read reviews of our podcast. Uh, I really like this review. It's from 23Green. I don't know who that is. Okay. What I like about this show is the characters. Now, I know that oftentimes when I spotlight a review, it's because they said something nice about me and I want to pat Just myself on the back, but that's not what's happening review. here. Okay. They're all funny and great in different ways. You can tell David is used to hanging around a more professional office environment. He has more of a filter <laughs> than Griffin. Marginally true. Who is around comedians and actors all the time, so he's more loosey-goosey, dirty-mouthed boy. That's fair. That's fair. Actually, that's a good observation. Yep. Uh, David is less emotionally attached to the films than Griffin, who genuinely tries to find good things about them, but usually fails. It's interesting, because I'm certainly very emotionally attached, but you are, it's impossible to beat you on that. Yeah, just, emotional attachment is the name of your game. I fall in love with everything. Of course. Um, if it were the Avengers, I feel like David would be Captain America. Okay. Griffin would be Iron Man. Sure. I think I'm like okay. the Hulk. Mm, yeah, I'd just, love to be all Thor, emotion, but go on. You know, I, I'm less powerful Hulk, but the same kind of unbridled. Yeah. yeah whatever. Yeah. And Ben would probably be maybe Nick Fury. Uh, Agent Coulson. Agent Coulson, sure. Yeah. But they wrote. B dot 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 maybe dot dot dot. Oh yeah, I see. Uh, you're, you're, you're... Dot dot dot. Agent Coulson. Producer Ben is the most relatable character and gives the show humanity. Low key, mm-hmm. really the protagonist of the show. Because we're doing this to him. He's the man who lets us relate. It's like once a week, these two insane demons invade his studio and he make wh- him listen to. Go on. He went from having low self-esteem and feeling bad about turning thirty. To being on a path to feeling better about himself now, you can tell he's coming into his nickname, Mr. Positive. Hey. Wow. There's an arc. 
Anyway, it's a great show. I hope it continues if they discover there to be any other Star Wars sequels in the future. I mean, Please, that's preposterous. Disney might make one. No, that's preposterous. They, if they were to start making one tomorrow, yeah. start pre-production development, Sure, we wouldn't get it for three Take, years. Yeah, two, three years. So we'll do some other shit in between. But what any, are you, any directors you'd love to see make a Star Wars movie? God, um, I think Brad Bird could make a great Star Wars oh, movie. I know. Um, I'll tell you who's top of my list to not make a Star Wars movie. Uh, Colin Trevor. Yeah, that guy's a piece of shit. Fuck. Colin Trevor. I hope he falls back down the pit where he came from. Yeah. The jail hole. Yeah. Um, snakes on a bait. S- snakes on a bait. Um, okay, so that order of business, done. Please review us on iTunes. Here we go. It's time. Are you ready? Nope, because I have more housekeeping business. Yeah. Housekeeping business, point two. I saw Hotel Transylvania. I give it a, a 6.5. You saw Hotel Transylvania 2. I also saw Hotel Transylvania 2. I saw Hotel Transylvania 2, comma, to you, two, two. God damn it. And you cut all this out. <laughs> New start of the episode. Hi, this is Griffin. Welcome to Griffin Day Present Attack of the Podcast. I, fuck. Okay. Uh, Hi, everybody. Griffin, Griffin, this is Griffin, Griffin Newman. Griffin, Griffin. Welcome to Griffin no Day bits. Present Revenge of the Podcast. First of all, right off the bat, I saw Hotel Transylvania 2. I gave it a 6.5. And you gave the first one like an 8, you told me? Maybe uh, yeah, 8.5? Yeah, it depends on the So it was, a, it was a come down. It was not as good. It's still fun. It's got great character animation. Jedi Tartofsky is one of the only people uh, really pushing uh, squash and stretch principles in mainstream is it just, uh, feature film animation. Is it lacking in plot? Is it lacking in like the same kind of like emotional well, story? I'd argue it has too much plot. I'd argue the plot changes every 10 minutes. Okay, interesting. It's like a series of, of different like one-reelers. I, I hate this is sensitive. Yes. This is a sensitive topic. But is it is it the lack of CeeLo Green? There's definitely, is that the difference? Is that the two stars? It's missing a sense of danger. <laughs> All right. That's enough of that. What's your other housekeeping? <laughs> Case in point of, of Hotel Transylvania 2's sloppiness, oh the main antagonist who the final fight scene happens against is introduced 10 minutes before the final fight scene happens. All right. There's a lot of that kind of business. Yeah, it's sort of like uh, Haywire in that regard. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Anyway, next point of business. Next point of business. Um, I read something very disturbing a couple weeks ago, and I forgot to bring it in until now. Okay. But I think it's important, especially after what we discussed uh, last week. Um, Do you know that on a recent uh, list of the 1,000 most popular baby names in America, Uh according to the Social Security Administration, this is a very official list, uh, Anakin... Was number nine hundred and fifty-seven. So he just crept in the bottom there. He's just—he's finally on the top one thousand. But that amounts to two hundred and eighteen babies yes. a year. So just for comparison, the other baby names, male baby names, tied for two hundred eighteen. Yeah, uh, are Emmett, mm. Baylor, mm. Judson. What? Judson. Judson is not a name. And Truman. <laughs> now Truman and Emmett are. Real person names. They are just about Emmett. Emmett, uh, you know, you don't know Emmett's a lot a of Trumans. Name. No, it is. It's just, Emmett. Truman, you'll a hear. president. We have a president after. That was his last name. Uh, Emmett Otter. Emmett Otter. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. The Truman Show. No, yeah. I mean, that's what I think of when I think of right, Truman. His name was Truman Show. <laughs> his name was Truman and Burbank. We called him wasn't the, it? like, it's the James isn't Brown. It, isn't it his last name is Burbank because, like, the studio is in Burbank? Yeah, I think like, it's in Truman He's like owned yeah, by Truman's a corporation. Name, right? Yeah. Anyway. I love that movie. Uh, Anakin is a name that was uh, created by uh, a maniac, a, yep. a soulless sociopath <laughs> named George Lucas. Yep. Um, and now we know that this franchise, uh, this trilogy, is about watching him murder children. Mm-hmm. Uh, so to the two hundred and strangle his wife and yep. abuse his wife. 
And I'm not even fucking joking. Like, it's insane what he does to his wife. To the 218... Anakins. Parents. No, parents. parents, sure. Who named their child Anakin in 2014, knowing all that we know right now. Go fuck yourself. You're a bunch of Sith Lords. What's wrong with you? Bunch of Sith Lords. 218 people who won't listen to this podcast. Don't listen. You cannot. You are not allowed to listen to this podcast. All right. Final order of business. My God. It's It's a segue. Okay. And I ain't talking about... The, You're not talking about the people moving the piece of transportation. Yeah. Right. This is a transition to our topic today. Corrections Department, last week I said that post Mace Windu fight, can you turn up the volume of my headphones a little bit? Because I want to hear this correction clearly. <clears throat> okay. This is, no, because I just, this is a big controversy. Post Mace to, Windu fight. I have to address this. With Palpatine. <clears throat> Post Mace Windu fight with Palpatine, I said that Palpatine's face transforms and he looks like Mumbles from Dick Tracy. Uh oh. It wasn't Mumbles. Mumbles is Dustin Hoffman's character. I'm just remembering that. He doesn't really have makeup. No, I was thinking of the influence. Yeah. The influence has a big bumpy brow and beady dark eyes. There are a lot of Dick Tracy characters who have weird made up faces. Yeah. But Mumbles is not really one of them. I think he has like a nose maybe. No, it's his mouth is to the side. Yeah, right. His mouth is to the side. I always get, I always think that the influence is named Mumbles because his forehead is mumbly. Right, well. But I I realize when I say it's mumbly, I'm meaning to say it's bumpy. It's a horrific mistake, but it gets us on to our topic for today, which is... Chancellor Palpatine. A.K.A. Darth Sidious. A.K.A. Uh, Senator Palpatine, a.k.a. Emperor Palpatine, uh, yeah. a.k.a. Mr. Positive. <laughs> <laughs> He's very positive in this movie. This movie just breaks right for him every single story turn. Look, I mean, as that review stated, Ben is really kind of like the anti-Anakin of this podcast. Okay. But he's also sort of the anti-Palpatine, because Palpatine turned 30, and then he just went crazy for power. That was, that, he didn't know how to deal with is it. Is that right? That's in the... Uh... That's in the uh, Wikipedia. It's 30 when he... Poppy Palpatine, yeah. He hit the dirty 30 and he went crazy for power. (laughs) Because, uh, you know, we don't know much about him. Like, his backstory. Mm -mm. Not in the movies, certainly not. No, and one could argue his backstory might be more interesting than the backstories of the characters we got. It's probably more interesting than the backstory of the random guy who becomes his assistant. You know? Like, this is like you made a three-part trilogy about Igor. Yep. You know, like, what What happened to Igor? Why does he look so weird? Let's make three movies about that. Child Igor, teen Igor, grown-up Igor. Oh, he gets disfigured, and then he starts working for Dr. Frankenstein. Uh, you joke. I think that is genuinely the hook of Victor Frankenstein in I theaters know. this with, November. With Daniel Radcliffe yeah. as uh, Igor. And he doesn't have a hunch in it. Yeah, he's handsome. And they've said that it's kind of an origin story for Igor, and it hopefully has franchise potential. So You know what? Fuck the world. <laughs> and who's playing Frankenstein? Uh, James McAvoy, one of our great actors. I love him. I, you know what? I'm excited for that movie. You know I'm why? Not, why? I like Daniel Radcliffe. I do too. I like I the really, two of them. I've really come around to Daniel Radcliffe. I like that. Uh, the two of them. I think they're both fine actors. I think that movie looks He's like really a terrific a actor. Bowl full of ball hair and milk. Yeah, it's probably true. A bunch of testy people. You know, I could see Pan tonight. That's all supposed to be really bad. That's yep. all supposed to have a midi chlorian. David, let's stay focused. I it's don't just, know why you're going on these to side Star Wars because it has this. Apparently, it's like. He's got know. the magic pan, and the pan gives him the flight dust. Yeah, it's like fairy dust is basically okay. a scientific substance you can mine from, like, asteroids. Uh, really? <laughs> Fuck everything. Anyway. God. I know. I know. It's a bummer. 
When's someone going to give us $200 million to make a movie? The three of us. We would buck it up so no, hard. Are you like, kidding no me? It'd be such a good movie, it right, It'd be ben? a really good movie. No yeah. one would want to make it. I'm full of ideas. Ben, give us a quick pitch. We're going to- Oh, you're, is... you're saying we shouldn't get sidetracked. Now you're asking Ben to pitch a movie. Every 15 minutes, I'm going to throw to Ben. He's going to give us a quick pitch. Ben, quick pitch. $200 right, million. One sentence. But uh, it has to fill $200 million worth of budget. Okay. okay. It's, uh, um, it's an organization that uh, you hire- to uh, play pranks on people who were mean you, to you in high school. Okay, that's so a plot so- of dirty work. Okay, let's <laughs> <Yeah>. go on. <laughs> oh, fuck, you're right. That's a plot of dirty work. All right. And it's at most a $20 million budget. Help, Help let's bring it back. Okay. No, no dirty, dirty work, work, but with like an Ocean's Eleven cast. I want to see the yeah. origin. I want to see like how they became dirty. <laughs> <laughs> let's do six movies. Okay, fuck everything, fuck everything, fuck the world. Help Cut everything, start over. This Hi, movie, this is Griffin. Right, I don't want to do this starting over bit. We've done that too many times. No bits. Emperor Palpatine. Mm-hmm. Is a basic bitch. <laughs> so here's here's let's just very briefly. Mm-hmm. I'm going to recount his arc over these three movies. Movie one, he's a senator, just a senator from a little planet called Naboo, much little beloved. backwater planet, much below, ha- a happily regarded senator. Uh-huh. And as a result of the uh, military crisis that breaks out on Naboo and the fall of the former chancellor, mm-hmm. he's elevated to chancellor. Yep. Number two. He's the chancellor. He's kind of like beyond his term at this point, or maybe he's about to be. Yeah, he's got like two scenes in it. He's barely in it. And the crisis of the um, clone war. Whether or not to militarize. Let's him to literally like extend his term sort of permanently. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a Reichstag fire. Yes. And then in this movie. And he militarizes. And he militarizes. This movie, the clone wars end. He's taken prisoner, but then released by the Jedi's. And then revealed to be the Dark Lord Sidious, who's been playing the other side, and uh, executes all the Jedi's and becomes Supreme Chancellor of the Galaxy with no one to contest his rule. And also his face melts off, and also he gets a new apprentice. And he looks like? Uh, uh, The Influence. The Influence from Dick Tracy. Oh, and also- The Influence. Yeah, yeah. And also he goes to an opera. Yeah, okay. So let's go through all of what you just said in tremendous detail. Okay. (laughs) Beginning of the film. He's been kidnapped by General Coughs a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lord Robitussin. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's real good. Thank you. Did you think of that beforehand? Just now. That's really good. Thank you. Lord Robitussin. Um, so uh, they uh, nice. storm into this room. Yep. They, when I say they, I mean Jedi's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get with the an program. Anakin. This is like fucking episode 26 of this show. Whatever. Um, they, uh, Jedi's, uh, enter the room. They see a spooky chair. It turns around slowly. Grievous spooky is chair. there. Mm-hmm. Weirdly calm. No, no. You mean Sidious. Sidious. Right? Sorry. Yeah, you know, Sidious. Palpatine. Yes. Palpatine. Weirdly calm. Mm-hmm. Oh, you've arrived. Like Hello. Kind of, oh, oh, Watch hey. out, though. Oh, almost, it's a Sith Lord. Almost didn't see you there, mm-hmm. you know? Um, uh, Dooku comes in. Flubbers a bunch. Uh, Kenobi's knocked out. As we've talked about, Anakin pins him. Yeah. And uh, on Palpatine's advice... And he does Dooku. this like, good, Anakin, And, and Dooku gives Palpatine one last pleading look before yeah. he dies. Palpatine ignores. It's yeah. obviously like Palpatine's like, you're old news, meet the new news. Right. And he does this, good, yes, Anakin, do it. Good, Anakin. Do it. Do it. Right. Okay. Do so, it. Already a little weird. Different than we've seen. Do it. Do it. <laughs> Different than we've seen him act in the previous movies. Open. Yeah, absolutely. In the first movie, he's very pleasant. And he's really like chipper. He's I like, know, he's oh, quite, I'm the And senator. it's the only movie, I think, in which McDermott is not wearing any makeup. No. In the second movie, he's older, he's got more wrinkles, his hair's a little shorter. Like some, some apple And instead of being face, dressed yeah. in these like nice sort of blue and green kind of marine-like robes, he's in black. Yes. 
Third movie, more black. A lot of red, too. Like his crimson red. His throne room or whatever his offices yeah. are red, red, red. Yeah. It really is. It's like Sith, Sith, Sith. Yeah. Hey, anyone that's checked out, I like red. Black and red. That's all I'm about. Yep. Um, he, it's implied that he has taken a real shine to Anakin in the years in between these movies. Yeah, he's been keeping his eye on him. And I think, I assume that's explored in the Clone Wars uh, cartoon series, perhaps, yeah. a little bit. Yeah. We'll get to that. But um, he's, he's you know, uh, say, do it, do it. For the first time, like kind of taking direct like command yep. over uh, Anakin, and Anakin doesn't really hesitate. He does yeah, it because he's he told, regrets it, but he he bit. follows orders. I uh, wasn't supposed to do that. Okay, so the movie goes ahead. There's a meeting with Anakin and Palpatine in the office. Yeah, and he's like, "Big fan of your stuff, Anakin. Really like what you're doing." Anakin's like, "Oh shucks, thank you." And he's like, "Think y'all have potential." I just want you to know before, you know, they you hear about it from them. I want to give you a heads up. Emailed the Jedi Council recently, told them that I want to appoint you to be my representative on the Jedi Council. Right. I want someone speaking to my needs. Yeah. I'm electing an you unprecedented for the job. move. Right. This is made clear but in he, like Jedi Senate relations. Yes. And these relations have always been very unclear within the reality of this film. It seems like the Jedi work for the Senate, or at least work in tandem with them, but they also don't follow orders, as is made clear here. It's I, kind of unclear. I contend that it's the relationship between the Vatican City and the rest of Italy. Well, anyway. Anyway. But that's just my guesswork. Well, anyway. But anyway. Hi, this is Griffin. Welcome to Griffin Day Present. Revenge of the Pirates. I hate that bit. I officially hate it. Uh, ben, cut out everything... We've ever From done. here on out, and the episode at the last part where David said that he hates it. Yeah, and also delete all former episodes. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> Erase them. Scrub them. Scrub. Um, so, uh, scrub Phantom it. Menace. <laughs> do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> Anakin's like, oh, wow, thank you. And he's like, no problem. Anakin goes to the Jedis, and they're like, okay, so we got this. Um, this weird memo. Weird memo. <laughs> Said to put you on the council. Uh, we work for Palpatine, technically, I guess. I don't know. They're kind of like, look, we don't like this, but we're going to do it because we want you to spy on him. Right. But we're not going to grant you the rank of master for some reason, I guess just to make you kind of pissy. Yeah. So, is all of that clear? Work for Palpatine, but for us, but we don't like you. Yeah. You know, it's like a real, like... Uh, like, here, have some cheese. No, no cheese. Like, but a little bit of cheese, but no cheese. It's like one of those promotions where they go, like, great news. We're giving you a bunch of new responsibilities, but no added title or pay. Yeah, exactly. It, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Anakin, loved what you did on the Clone Wars. Thank you Rescued so much. Rescued the Chancellor. Oh, great job. Great stuff. He wrote to us. We're really mad about that. So we're going to do what he says, but you're not going to see anything, for, you know, like, nothing good for you. You know how he wanted you to gain an extra job here? Right. We're going to grant you that, except without any of the benefits, and also ask you to do another job. Yeah, and then there's a third job. There's a third job around the corner. And also, don't worry about the second job, but kind of do. And then Anakin is like, What? And they're like, Ooh, much anger we sense in you. Yeah. Ooh, what? Ooh, Anakin, got to cool off that anger. (laughs) Now, to be fair, Anakin is being weird because everyone else in the Jedi, as we much discussed, never react with emotion to anything except if you're asking Jocasta knew where a certain planet might be. Go get the fuck out of here. (laughs) Shut up! Everyone else in the Jedi, especially Yoda, anytime yeah. Yoda hears some messed up news, yeah. he'll say things like, if we didn't see this clone army coming, then we're really blinded. But he doesn't say it blinded like, we are. Yeah, he doesn't say coming, it like he's upset. S- no. 
No, he just goes, well. So the Jedi obviously know something is up with this guy. The central question I think that we need to ask is, does George Lucas successfully pull off the idea that these all-powerful, mind-reading, no, no. mood-reading wizards... I'm reading your mind and predicting the question. No. Could they figure... Like, does he pull off that they could be tricked by one super-made-up guy who wears black all the time and is shoots lightning and is really no, creepy? No, he does not. No, he doesn't pull it off. It's really perplexing. Let's continue exploring the ways in which he does not pull it off, okay? he uh, They assigned this new position. Yeah, so there's, some, there's a lot of scenes where... Anakin and Palpatine are alone together. Mm-hmm. Well, well, okay. So they they give him this added thing, right? Then he's really upset. He goes to meet Palpatine at the space opera. That's the next scene. Is that that's their next scene together? Yeah, I yeah. did. I did today. I, will I was say hoping this. you. I did one of my patented uh, cuts where you I watch skip ahead and just parts? watch the specific yeah. scenes relating to this. It's a much better movie. Sure. Sure. I would argue the first half of this film, if you're only watching the scenes with Palpatine in them, yeah, before he turns into the influence, uh, are pretty solid. They're better. Relatively. They even play better without the other scenes surrounding That's them. That's probably though. true. Yeah. yeah. Um, the next scene's the space opera. Yeah, this is probably the best scene in the movie. Yep. Low bar. Bar's buried in the ground, but still. So they go to the opera. It's like a huge like theater in the round. It looks kind of like the Galactic Senate. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. The boxes aren't moving. Didn't think about that. It's like right. little balconies, but it's like totally circular, and the performance is in the center. And the performance is like three giant, like gelatinous yep. blue orbs mm-hmm. with all these little, like wisps floating around them, right. like and then colors, like, and then like eyes wide shut chorus. Yeah, like, yeah. It's pretty cool. It's great, and it's called like the tragedy of blah 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 or something. Yeah. Like yep. there's a plot. And it's mad sad. <laughs> Yo, it's tragic as shit. So, but a little foreshadowing there in George's part because George is an, is an interesting filmmaker. So he knows that a, a the there's going to be a tragedy in Anakin's life. So he goes, "Oh, we'll have the that guy see a show that is tragic and set up so this tragedy." Thematic. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No. No. Anyway, um, it it. Does I want to point something out. Put out anything you Palpatine's want. Palpatine's. Talking the whole time. Yep. That's real rude. Real rude. You, you should be quiet and you, listen to the I opera. I want someone in their little floating Shh. opera box to just like, <laughs> like drive over and <laughs> be like. Excuse me. Shh. But then maybe they'd be like, oh, it's the ch- it's the chancellor. Oh, oh never oh, mind. Uh, no mind. Yeah, then they have to back up. <laughs> 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 they have to park back in their opera box section. Okay, important stuff. Important stuff. Really important thing to talk about. The opera kind of looks like a bunch of sperms floating around in an egg. <laughs> I guess so. It, I did realize that today. It looks like a bunch cool, of sperms though. floating. It's great. I love sperms it's, and eggs. Are you kidding me? It's fucking it, best. It's a good. It's a good scene. It's a cool idea. It's like a cool how, scene. like it's really otherworldly, which a lot of things are not. So he sits there. The idea now is that like he's reporting back to Palpatine about what he saw, but also the Jedi know that he's, he's playing going, triple agent, right? Yeah. And, and so, uh, yeah, and very and much playing his own needs and desires. This is the problem. Anakin's having these dreams. He's worried about his wife. This dumb fucking dreams. This comes up, and Palpatine starts talking about Darth Plagueis. But yeah. why? 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 Let's let's slow it down. I think we got to slow it yeah, down. Yeah. Okay? Why? How, how does he know so about slow. his dreams? I think Anakin mentions it. Yeah, Anakin. Yeah. So Anakin, Palpatine opens up with like, I "Heard they're not electing your Jedi Council. How does that make you feel? It must not make you feel great, huh?" It's like, well, first of all. Let's just point this out quickly, okay? Jedi Council, limited membership, right? There are literally 
Yeah, very it, few seats. It's like sixteen total. It's like however many seats fit in that circle. Okay, they do give him a seat though, because they're like, yeah, we're not giving you master. Take your seat. Yeah, but there are very. It'd be good if his seat had like a different leather backing. You know, if it was blue instead of red. Anyway. Or there wasn't a toilet in it. It looked the same, but you couldn't poop inside of it. Um, that would be a real outrage. That's a callback for you, uh, uh, podcast listeners. Um, there aren't that many seats available. The only new Jedi we have seen account, uh, appointed to the council has been Obi-Wan. And those are extreme circumstances where his master died. Mm-hmm. Right? A seat was, therefore, given up. I guess so, yeah. But this, this is new business. Um, also, everyone else on the council is significantly older than Anakin. Um, age is hard to tell with some of these aliens, but certainly, yes. David, we've well, looked up most of these Mace people. how old is Mace Windu, though? Mace Windu's probably like 55. Yeah, he's like 20 years older than Anakin. 20, 30 years older than Anakin. Okay, within human years, that's a good difference. That's fair. Right? That that's represents a fair. good portion of your lifetime. It's fair. It's a fair point. Okay, so it was unlikely. It was a stretch that he was going to be made a Jedi Master and put on council No, anyway. absolutely. He's only on the council because Palpatine asked them because they wanted him to play this crazy role. But, you know, if they wanted him to play the crazy role, they could have at least, for the sake of show given him that rank of master. Now, maybe they're trying to play their own game where they're like, oh, we don't want Palpatine to think he's in with us. Yeah. You know, it's a lot of chess being played, right? But they don't know that Palpatine has, like, a big hammer that can smash all the chess pieces at once. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. They think they're playing 3D chess. He's playing, like, 8D chess. Yeah. <laughs> Palpatine's kind of a G. I said he was a basic bitch, but he's kind no, of No, he is crazy. Yeah. He... We'll, we'll get to it. Uh, so they're talking, and he's like, how does that make you feel? And he's like, not good. I don't feel good about it. I feel like, like everyone's not, disrespecting Jedi's are not me. supposed to not feel this good. This and that. Anyway. I'm stressed out, having these dreams. And he's like, uh, talking about all this stuff. And then he goes, um, you, you know. Oh, oh, they have this conversation. He goes, um, uh, well, you know, the Jedi see things in very didactic ways. This sure. and this and that. It's not, he's not wrong. Yeah. You know, um. And he says, uh, you know, there, there are other forms of the force. He uses this line that I think is very interesting within the context of our larger exploration of this movie, which is, um, uh, he goes, what, you know, what do you know about the Sith? And he goes, the Sith are driven by passion. They make decisions only based on themselves. The Jedis are selfless. Like he's saying there's not much difference between a Sith and a Jedi. Right, that it's and more it about. Like, huge difference. Yeah. They're driven by passion. They make decisions for themselves. Don't you think it's interesting the ultimate point he's making is, oh, the Sith are, are you know, acting in self-preservation and the Jedi care about the world at large, the galaxy at large. Yeah. But the first word he uses to describe that divide is the Sith are driven by passion as if emotion is a bad thing. Yeah. He doesn't say vengeance. No, no, but you're absolutely right. But that is in keeping with the logic of these movies no, and the, the logic, logic of the of way the movies, Jedi's behave. And uh, beyond that, the logic of how these films were made. Yeah, that's true. That George was like, the passion is a problem. This scene is too yeah. emotional. We got to yeah. reshoot it. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I find yeah. that very fascinating. So Allwright's presenting this like thing, but it, but Sidious is being kind of seductive. I forget exactly what comes up, but you know he he goes. Let me ask you a question. Uh, has has any uh, has any Jedi been able to cheat death? Whatever yeah. you know, it comes. No, up. He asked the question, whatever. and he's like one guy. Yeah. Have you ever heard about Darth Plagueis? Darth Plagueis the Wise. He's like no, and he's like, bet the Jedi wouldn't tell you. Here's the basic deal: Darth Plagueis was the most powerful ever. He was Sith as shit, right? Like Crazy Sith, Sith through and through. He became so addicted to power 
that he could do almost anything. He could protect the ones he loved from death. Mm-hmm. Some believed he could even yeah. use yeah. the force via midichlorians to create life. Right. Ah! Right. Are you Handbrake. Saying, you saying he maybe created Anakin? Anakin's the Immaculate Conception? Hey, I don't know. I don't know where he came from. Now, we always like to say that Watto was his dad because his little boy pee-pee looks like a Watto nose. But let's be honest for a second. We, you mostly like to say that. I like to say that. And we also, I, I'm going to flip some cards over on the table. We don't know that for a fact. We don't. It's We true. don't know what Anakin's pee-pee looks like. No. We, we've been, Thank God. We've been joking. <laughs> what a terrible thing if we did. Yeah. We would never be able to get over it. Um, we're not those types of guys. Carry on. Uh, who who Carry like on. to look at little Carry boys' pee-pees. Um, I just want to say that very clearly. Uh, and if we were, we Carry would, it on. would just be for the purpose of figuring out who's a toy dairy and who's not. That's all. All we're saying. We wouldn't be getting any pleasure from it. Carry we would just on. want to know who Griffin. is part. Griffin, I hate da- this bit. Carry I'm Griffin on. Newman. <laughs> Welcome to Griffin David Presenting <laughs> Revenge of the Podcast. I think the implication is that Plagueis is Anakin's father. Sure. Or. Anakin is the result of Plagueis's dark experiments. That he was created by the dark side of the Force to fulfill their legacy, it seems like. It is fair for you to say this, but it is annoying that that is so unclear in these movies. Yes, it is. They had three movies mm-hmm. to set up a cool idea like that. Instead, it's one throwaway line in the first movie and one throwaway line in the third and you're there to maybe put the pieces together if you really want to. You know, maybe instead of spending, like, I don't know, 20 minutes at a droid factory chase. Here's the other thing. Plant some of these seeds. Have you read thoroughly? Wikipedia about Darth Plagueis? No, have you? Yes. Let's pull it up. Okay, well, sure, but I mean, I can tell you the basics because yeah. the, the conclusion of the Darth Plagueis story, because Anakin's like, why isn't he not dead? You know, good question. He became so obsessed with power, terrified of losing it. Eventually he did, which is a very... Weird, rushed-over explanation of how he lost his power. Well, it's basically like his assistant murdered him. His apprentice murdered him. That's like, you know, he couldn't see it, you know, on his own doorstep. His assistant, his assistant killed him. You know who his assistant was? Palpatine. Yeah. Yeah, obviously. But they don't say that in the movie. Yeah, but that's clear. I know. It okay. was not clear. Yeah, then, it's not clear. For the, for the normal blue-collar guy, not clear. You're the being way- too positive. You're trying to see the best in everybody. The way he presents it is that this is some ancient story. Yeah, long time ago, galaxy it's far, far not. away. This guy... That's like 20, 30 years They ago. knew this guy. His yeah. name was Hugo Damask. Hugo he, Damask? Yeah, he was a businessman. Did they go to high school together? According to Wikipedia, yeah, they went to high school together. <laughs> and it was space high school. Um, <laughs> Which one? Uh, was it Magnet or Public? Or? Yeah, no, no, no. It was a charter school. Oh, it was a space charter school. Yeah. Uh, They're really doing good stuff. Yeah, it was, it was <laughs> it's really excellence. Yeah, uh, yeah Coruscant Success Academy. Anyway, um... <laughs> <laughs> Darth Plagueis uh-huh. was a mun or a, a, a moon. That was his. What does uh, he look like? He looks like Sand Hill. Oh. Yeah. You know, it's like a very, I mean, only real nerds know who we're talking about right now, but he's like, yeah. He's yeah. like one of the trade guys. Yeah. yeah, yeah but he's yeah. got a long. Um, yeah. Kind of a narrow but long face. Yeah. And sort of a bald head. And he's tall and he's lanky. Sort of looks like a, a human face just kind of squished. But he's got some sort of rubbit parts and overtones, right? I, I feel like I don't I've know. seen there was a there was a Darth Plagueis action figure. Anyway, in his public guise, he was this like big uh businessman and it's implied in Wikipedia that his money uh is the thing that uh funded the clone army. 
So here's a question for you. Carry on. Why not, if you're planning out your epic space saga, mm-hmm. and as George contends, he knew where it was going the whole time, he had the larger mapped out idea for all three films, right? Yeah. Why wouldn't you make, quote unquote, Sifo Diaz in Attack of the Clones be Darth Plagueis? Or at least be Darth Plagueis' real name? Any any of these tweaks would be good. Wouldn't that tie together nicely? Why don't you have Plagueis be in the first one, Sifo-Dyas yep. be a character, and then he manipulates that, and then in the second one, the clone army thing happens, yeah. and Sifo-Dyas gets betrayed or whatever. I don't know. There's a million things you could have done. There's all kinds of shit happening behind the I'm scenes. I'm just saying fucking, who, Darth, what's Darth Plagueis' real name? Uh, Hugo Damas. That's who, who it should have fucking been. It's just that some guy named Hugo Damas ordered a clone army. Who was he? He was a wealthy businessman. Yeah. He died. No one knew what had happened. No one knowed what happened. <laughs> no one knowed. Anyway, there's an incredible amount about him on, like, an incredible amount about him on Wikipedia, and there's no way we could read it all. But eventually, Sidious becomes his apprentice, and they have these experiments to try and create life using midichlorians. Inadvertently, they create Anakin Skywalker. They didn't know that they did that. Wikipedia contends that that is the case. Oh, it's not contends. Open Knows. shot. Yeah. And, and then, eventually, Sidious kills him. So, Palpatine is kind of Anakin's dad. Now, just, both of them kind of are. Yeah. Just as He's got a, two dads. Just like as my two dads. <laughs> Not just, my two dads, like the show My Two Dads. I have right. one dad. Sure. Uh, just one thing I'll throw out there that I'm thinking is when you run for uh, an office in government, mm-hmm. they always go back the press. They vet. And they history. look into like what your your background is. How how could no one have known that yep. this guy was apprenticed to this this uh this uh Sith? Beyond that, they also guy. always look to see like Affairs, infidelities, children you had out of exactly, wedlock. Exactly, if you did drugs. Yeah. But they'd be like, uh, we found here uh, DNA evidence that you made a kid out of magic with your evil boss. Uh, plead the fifth on that okay. one. Uh, next question, okay. please. Well, we won't talk about your magic kid. <sighs> so he's telling this story that I think he's doing in a very like wink-winky, hat-tippy kind of way, right? Where he's going like, unfortunately, he had... An apprentice, yeah. wink, okay. wink, dink, 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 right? Right. Um, and, uh, you know, he, he was so worried about uh, uh, trying to save other people from death, he couldn't save himself, whatever. And he goes, uh, is it possible to learn these powers? He goes, not from a Jedi. Not from a Jedi. Great line reading. It's in the trailer. It's yeah. sort of like a crucial point in the trailer. And let's say great scene of acting from you, McDermott. We got to talk about McDermott. I know we'll have a performance review, but he is the star of this movie. No question. And like he must, for a somewhat well-known British stage actor mm-hmm. to have this like central grand arc in these three movies. And then, you know, I'm sure he enjoyed doing one. Yeah. And then two, he didn't get as much and he was probably like, oh, you know, maybe. And then to be handed, imagine being handed the script for three. It's like, you've got two lightsaber fights. Your face melts off. You have like 80 lines of dialogue. It's like. You have these crazy monologues. It's like he owns a ham store, and they just placed a very, very large order. Oh, my God. They said, can you provide us with 200 hams? Yeah, can you can you serve Christmas ham to everyone That's in New York City? That's all I've been wanting. Yeah. I want honey glazed. And I want, I want, I want roasted. to say, McDermott is a, McDermott's a great actor. A g- wonderful I've actor. seen him on the stage. One a Tony, Awake and Sing. Such a great actor. And I, I love him in these movies, but he certainly is very aware that he needs to push the cheese. Yeah, but that's what he's got to do. Very hard, I know. Ham and cheese, it's bro. Ham and cheese. They ham go and cheese together on for a reason. 
like stuffed crust pizza yeah. with hot dogs. Yeah. It's just, yeah. It's beautiful. It tastes great. It gives me diarrhea. I don't care because I'm having such a good time while it's happening. Right? I did, yeah, have diarrhea every time he was on screen. The way that we have learned to watch movies is that sometimes characters think and feel things that are not entirely represented by what they're saying. Sure. People have internal right. thoughts. Show, don't tell. Right. Right. Internal thoughts. So yeah. you infer not only from what people are saying, yeah, no, but from course. their body language, their, their uh, you know, their, their we reactions. We understand. Okay. So this scene's happening, and he's really tipping the hat. Yeah, like, I know. He's, he's like, apprentice, and uh, the doc's not from a Jedi, baby, from and, a Sith Lord. Right, and Anakin's like staring wide-eyed, kind of looking at him and being like, okay, I get it. Like, oh. it seems like he understands it and is like mm. picking up on the illusions, right? Mm-hmm. The next scene. <laughs> Their next scene together. Yeah. Yeah. I watched this this morning, Please, and I can't remember ahead. why he shows up in the office. <laughs> Whatever. Hey, here to check in. It's oh, me, oh, a Jedi oh, representative. Oh, they find Grievous. Oh, yeah. Hey, we found Grievous. They found Grievous, and he goes- and he He's goes, on planet Iguana. Oh, because that's the thing. Right. When when Palpatine asks him to be his like, inside Jedi guy, representative, yeah. he's like, number one thing you got to do, you got to make sure you take down Grievous. Yeah. Grievous is bad news. Make sure you take down Grievous. So Anakin's like, hey, knock, knock. Good news. We found Grievous. And Palpatine's like, that's wonderful. If they have any brains, they'll send you out to catch Grievous. And he's like, I think it's going to be Obi-Wan. Yeah. And Grievous is just constantly, Sidious, is just constantly going like, sounds like they don't like you. Right. But it's, Sidious is constantly setting up Anakin to expect more than anyone should expect at that point in their sure, career. Sure, right. He's driving a wedge between him and the Jedis. But he's going like, you know, if I were the Jedis, I'd give you a billion dollar raise. And then he's like, can I get a raise? And they're like, no, we don't pay. And he's like, sounds like they don't like you. <laughs> you know? Gary on. Anakin, of his own volition, would never ask to be put on the council, no. he made a master at that you, point. I agree with Grievous, you. All, so Grievous, Sidious is just yeah, keep pushing them. Right, okay. I, I, they, they both have well, carry on. evil names. Um, and uh, he's like, you know, I've been thinking about what you said, this and that, whatever. And uh, he makes some reference to the Force. And he's like, how do you... How, how do you, you know so much about the Force? You've heard of the Force? How much? How do you know about you've this? You've heard about the Force? <laughs> and is like, yeah. And he's like, what? And he's like talking and he's, he starts saying some, alluding to some stuff about the dark side. I think they're entering this conversation. Anakin's like, okay, don't ask, don't tell. I know that you fucked with some Sith shit. No, you know that I Anakin know. is like, wait a second. Wait, you're saying- The Force? But after that whole story you told me about the Sith and how they- Look, it's the movie's terribly written. Are you so shocked? No, but I just, it, you don't, the way the scene is played, it's not even the way it's yeah, written. I know. The way it's acted- it seems like Anakin's like, I got it. I got. I hear it loud and clear. And then this scene. Maybe these two scenes were supposed. It doesn't matter. From two different movies. Maybe he subscribed to The Force magazine. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe just read The Force magazine. And he's like, uh, you know, in order to understand the world, you have to learn about all sides of it, good and bad. You know, to say, like, if I'm going to be a good. Broaden your chancellor, horizons. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then very quickly goes off from that defense and is just like, also, I just fuck with dark shit. Yeah. I, you know, I've dabbled. Yeah. I've stuck my toe in the water of the Sith. And he's like, are you a Sith Lord? And he's like, the Jedi are so didactic. They do this. I'm telling you, it's absolute power. Don't you want to save Padme? Like, he makes the big leap. It, like, really quickly. Really and quickly. Like, and he's like, I would contend this movie does a horrible job. Yeah, and he's like, I'm very scared right now. And he's like, I know, I feel it. Mm. And he's like, wait, you have the Force? He's like, yeah, this is what I've been saying. The last three times we've talked, I've been trying to lay out a couple clear breadcrumbs. I fuck with the dark side, and I have the Force. And, and you're still not and getting Anakin's it. And like, 
Wait, wait, wait. Hold up. Hold up. Who told you about the force? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wait, just slow down. Slow right down. Wait, why wait do you know second. about my drips? My name is Anakin Skywalker. I'm a Jedi. What's your name? <laughs> Spelling it out for you. <laughs> I've never met you before. Who are you? Yeah. So Anakin's like, I should arrest you right now. And he's like, I sense uncertainty. <laughs> and he's like, oh shit, he can sense? Oh boy, I don't know. And he's like, you know that you want to trust me. It's your only, your only yeah, way well, out. He really hits the Padme thing. It's yeah, like your only way out is. I know to that team I'm a me. super creepy old man yeah. who keeps basically like spitting, like disgust, like Anakin. <laughs> but if you want to rescue your wife, who you've definitely had at least one troubling dream about, yeah. you're probably gonna have to throw away all your training and your life's work and uh, join up with me. And he's probably blowing his mind right now because no one else even knows that Anakin and Padme are married because no one in this. Galaxy understands pays any attention any, to anything. Pays any attention to anything. Uh, so Anakin runs back to Windu. And he's like, uh, yo, Windu, um, Palpatine's a Sith Lord. Mm-hmm. He's like, what are you talking no, about? No, but Windu, to his credit, is like, okay. No, but they're too, like, he, he protests twice. I know, he does, yeah. He goes, what are you talking about. I mean, which is fair because it's like if he's a Sith Lord, then we really fucked over. Yeah, we but they're the also pooch. suspicious enough that they ask him to spy in the beginning. They know they something's should, wrong. They shouldn't be totally caught off guard. They should go, you know what? That's what it was. We knew there was something <laughs> oh, weird going on. Oh, he's a Sith Lord. He's I mean, one assumes they just thought that he was a corrupt politician trying to hold on to power past yeah. his term. Well, Anakin goes like, hey. Um, I, I think he's a Sith Lord. Catherine, it's, it's Palpatine's a Sith Lord. And Windu's like. No, I, he, I think he literally says like, I think he's a Sith Lord. <laughs> and Windu's like, oh my, no, really basic misunderstanding. Uh, Palpatine's a chancellor. Yeah, he's the chancellor, not the Sith Lord. Not the Lord. Sith Lord. No problem. Who we don't know the identity Don't of. worry about it. Yeah. And he's like, but no, he's obviously someone very powerful. Not only do I think he's a Sith Lord, I think he's this guy we've been looking for for 10 years. Right. And Mace Windu's like, I'm sorry, could you just repeat that? Very serious accusation. So right. say it one more time. And he's like, I think... Chancellor the, Palpatine is, is was talking about Lord the Force. Sidious. By the way, what is the Force? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, you talk about the Force, he has a lightsaber, I don't know. We should. I don't think the lightsaber's... You haven't seen the lightsaber yeah. yet. And Windu's like, okay. Windu's like, all right. I'll go arrest him. Kit Fisto, get two other guys. Let's Agent, fly over Agent there. Agent Collar. I, I think his name's Agent Collar, and I don't remember who the other guy is. Let's, hey... Let's get a couple guys. Anakin's like, I'll You're come saying along. he's the Sith Lord? Yeah. Let's get a couple guys. Let's get like three guys. Let's hail a cab. Yeah. Hey, taxi. They hail a space cab. <laughs> Corbin Dallas and the Fifth Elements flying in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if only. Um, no, no talk of evidence either. No. Yeah, no talk of evidence. No talk of like, whoa, let's really build the case. Yeah. <laughs> you know, let's really follow the money here, maybe. Windu's like, Are you sure? And Anakin's like, Pretty sure. And he's like, Okay. <laughs> Let's go. Anakin, don't come with us. And Anakin's like, no, I'm I'm happy to no, come with No, no, don't worry about it. He's like, no, you stay here. So then Anakin goes to Padme, talks about how confused he is, and it's like, you know what, fuck this. I'm going to go catch up with them, see what they're doing. Very cool shot of, no, it's not like a You mean of Windu shot. entering? Yeah, it's just yeah, like no, a badass cool. Samuel L. Jackson's a wonderful looking person. It's low angle. He's he a looks beautiful great. man. He's yeah. got real He's presence. dressed well. He's wearing great. He's know, got I, two cool aliens over each yeah, shoulder. Yeah. And it's a real practical hallway. Yeah, it's a I real set. This one it's a real shot. set. That that corridor is real. Because yeah, yeah. the second they get into the main office, the yeah, windows are all CGI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The but red that corridor and is real. CGI so those right. shots are like totally real, like people in makeup, whatever. And then he's like, uh, Palpatine, come with me. Yeah, he's like, you come with me. 
And he's like, I'm, no. Uh, no, uh, I'm the chancellor. And they're uh, like, shut the fuck up. And he has some great lines because Mace Windu says something like, oh, well, can I get the Senate on you? And he says, I am the Senate. All right. And he goes, that would be treason. And then he says, no, 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 no. He says, so it's treason then. He's not fully doing lizard voice yet. He's doing hammy voice. When he says, I am the Senate, he's pretty close to lizard he's voice. He's getting there. He's towing around it. He's edging around lizard voice. And then right? he just takes a lightsaber, clicks out a lightsaber. And coolest lightsaber we've seen so far. It's a really cool it's red. The like, handle is very, very elegant. Cool. Yes, it's not like so. Darth Maul's lightsaber, obviously two handed, very yeah. nice. But the the thing itself was kind of dorky looking. Yeah, it had all these buttons on it. This looks like very regal looking. It's very Dooku's red lightsaber with the curvy yeah. thing. That was pretty cool, but a little over the top. Yeah. A little hot topic. Yeah. you know. I know what you're saying. He's got a Cadillac lightsaber. It, it's understated. It's got mm-hmm. no fancy tricks. It's just a good, he reveals solid, well made Then he turns lightsaber. into Flubber. Then he turns into Flubber. And he, he flubbers around and he flubbers into flubber all spin. the other Jedis and he flubbers them to death. He kills all the other people other than Mace. With Flubber power. Very quickly. Yeah, it's just like bang. And he goes like. <laughs> now, I want to make something something that is was not present with Darth Maul or Count Dooku that okay. I do like is that he fights and he kills with like glee. Yes. And McDermott's really into that. You know, he's going, ha ha! And I think that's supposed to be part of the whole deal, right? Is like he really enjoys this. Here's the thing that I don't like. Even though he's rumbled, he really likes it. I agree with you. I like that. Here's the thing I don't like. like. Yeah. And I understand you're going to fully CGI. He's an old man. Okay, but he's not that that old. Sure. There are a couple shots where it's literally just Palpatine jousting. Where he's standing still and he just sticks his arm out and he's fully CGI. I know. Where they cut to a different angle and you see a fully CGI old man just stick his arm out. Like they couldn't even trust him to do that. I understand the flubber stuff. If you want to spin around, if you want him doing crazy business. Yeah, but it doesn't look good. It doesn't look part, good. Part of the problem is he has this big heavy robe and yeah. like they don't know how to animate that at all. Yeah. It's terrible. Um. So he has a cool fight with Mace Windu, and he's got him down on the ground. Mace Windu, who is really good at his job, gets him down on the ground. Yeah, he's got the what should I call it? The, Purple lightsaber? No, the thing that Obi Wan tries to use against Anakin. You have to high ground. He's got the high ground. I said higher ground. I was looking for the more specific term, and it was just high ground. Um, he's got his lightsaber out, and he's like, "Okay, seriously, you're dude, done. Seriously, under, dude, you're arrest. under arrest." In comes Anakin Skywalker, and he's like. Don't do this. What are you doing? Uh, you can't arrest, can't kill him. I mean, no. At this point, Mace Windu's like, I'm going to kill you. Because it's self-defense. He's killed two of his best friends. Yeah. No, I mean, kill him. Yeah. It's time for Palpatine to die. Right. Anakin's like, he needs a trial. And it's like, he's in charge of the fucking thing. But then, he's yeah, going to rig. never be, be a fair trial. It'll be a kangaroo court. It's kind of an annoying scene because they have to have this debate while Palpatine is like, Meh. It's just sitting there going, <laughs> no, yeah, no. He, he's sort of doing these mock like, oh, don't hurt me, oh, evil little Jedi. Right. Then he, he starts shooting lightning at him. So he starts shooting lightning. Windu perfectly Windu's reflecting deflects it, it back it on just on him. by keeping his lightsaber in exactly the place. Although he is like, you know, he, he's yeah. he, there's, he's putting some stress into it. But and it's, uh, but th- it's like he doesn't try to attack or retaliate. I know. Palpatine doesn't go like, okay, maybe aim a little higher so that it's not hitting the lightsaber. Uh, but the other problem is Anakin sees this and is like, yeah, the guy's shooting the evil lightning that only one other evil Jedi has ever watching. shot. He's like, where have I, s- I saw the lightning somewhere <laughs> I could have sworn it hit me square in the chest this one time. Adi Gallia didn't have a- 
So, Ariel but he does say, like you say, he's like, I need him. I need, I need him. You know? like, what are you talking about? Yeah, Windu is like, I don't know what you're talking well, about. You never talk to him about anything personal. If you're having problems in your personal life, tell me, because now I have no frame of reference. He's like, I don't want Padme to die. He's like, Pat, that senator? What are you? What are you talking about? He doesn't about? say that. And he's like, my wife. And it's like, your wife. Yeah, we already did this bit last. And he goes, week. my wife. <laughs> um. Great. Uh, this is I'm Griffin. <laughs> this is David. Welcome to Griffin. David I'm not on this podcast. podcast anymore. Uh, uh, I resign. So Anakin chops off Mace's hand. Well, first, first important detail. What? The oh somehow oh, the, the lightning, lightning power getting face. sucked into the lightsaber and shooting back on him turns him into the now, influence. Now here's my question. His his flesh turns into silly putty. Yeah. And he gets a big butt cheek in the middle of his forehead. Yeah, he's got his, these sort of crazy his grooves. His forehead is, yeah. a, is, a, is a crease. It looks like two butt cheeks. Yeah. Now, here's my question. Yeah. Is the implication that this is genuine scarring from lightning? Because if so, that's stupid. That makes no sense. It's okay. lightning. It would look random and weird on his face, not like these beautiful butt cheeks. Yep. Agreed. Or is it that, like, he's always had this, like, mask to look normal and, like, that's melted away and this is what he's always looked like underneath? I don't think it's the latter, and I think that would be cool if that's what they were I think it's the latter, but I'm not sure. I think the way, because the, the transformation is done in CGI as his face is like melting. Yeah, in the whole fucking, yeah. Until it settles, and then it's terrible prosthetics, right? Yeah, sure. And, um, but also CGI eyes. He's got, or yes. whatever, you know, he's got red eyes or orange eyes. As his face is melting, it looks like it's not like resetting to an earlier state or like disguise is going down. It's like slowly like morphing into something different it doesn't look like it's like oh this is his true self it looks like this is the effects of this specific incident of i know lightning reflecting off a lightsaber which is like why would it do that why would it anyway act that way that quickly Griffin, why would it look like we're almost an hour in and we've barely done half of this this is gonna be a three-parter <laughs> so palpatine says Something on, like, you know, Windu's arm gets chopped off, and he's like, uh, and he goes. Windu's just, he's like, this is over. He's about to slash down. And Anakin whips it off. Whips off the hand. It's Windu's rough. like, oh, You he's really looking, feel bad for Windu. Falls out the window. No, 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 no. The, the hand falls out the window, oh, I'm sure. saying. Oh, right, sure, right, right. Hand falls out the window, and then he's like, power! Yep. He just says the word, power! <laughs> he zaps him a lot. I think he might say, like, power, absolute power! Yeah. I think he, yeah, you know, keeps and he talking. zaps Windu and Windu falls out the window. And Windu really takes it. It's like a and like finally gets blasted out the window. And now I read an interview, Sam Jackson, mm-hmm. he knew he was going to die. Yeah. And he just said to George Lucas, like, don't make me die like lamely. Like I want to have like a really big death. And so he gets one. Yeah. But it's a little late. It's a little late. Because he gets, yeah, you know, he's really, he's got him pinned. Yeah. And then stupid fucking Anakin, who he never Anakin. liked, yeah. comes in and I ruins him. I need him. It. I need him. It's really, honestly, the most annoying moment in the movie for me. My brother. I watch it every time, and every time I just want Windu to at least chop Anakin to bits. And isn't he a Jedi? Like he He's just, an amazing Jedi. He, he falls out the window. I mean, they could, he could catch some, like, uh, awning on a building that, that or lightning something. Lightning is no. Instead, it just is like it's wily e. coyote. It just like goes yeah. down and hits the the. We the never see the body. And, That's it. That's uh, over. Maybe he's still alive. Uh, my brother uh, told me when he saw Revenge of the Sith. Uh, this is like wh- right after he saw it when we were like comparing notes on uh, you know yeah what we both agreed was the best one yet yeah right um, at the time and he told me that he got choked up when Mace Windu died. <laughs> I did. Yeah, I don't know what to say to that. I got annoyed. Okay, we've seen Mace Windu in three movies. Yeah. 
Could you give me one adjective to describe his personality? <laughs> Boring. Yeah. <laughs> Serious? Yeah. Uh, Pope-like, calm. I mean, we have uh, no stern. idea who this fucking he's guy stern. is. He's stern. Yeah. He's stern. That's not really if a Yoda's character. a little softer, he's a little harder. Yeah. He's always there to be like, I don't know. But then he does show up at Attack of the Clones and get like two or three action scenes. Yeah, and he looks like he's having a lot of fun. And he's played by Samuel L. Jackson. Well, that's the only reason we feel sad. Cause I we're know. Like, oh man, Samuel Jackson is in this most, movie anymore. You feel sad for like oh, it's too bad Sam Jackson never really got to cut loose. Yeah, whatever. That's his last scene. Okay, so now, um, so now Palpatine is, is scarred. He's got silly he immediately, face. as we discussed last week, he's like, Anakin, come over here. You're a Darth Vader. Congrats. Uh, Can I pause? Please for, go off and kill some younglings. Pause for one more second. Um, Anakin made a really big leap, which is that Palpatine was like, this guy could prevent people from dying. Right. Don't you think, I know we keep on talking about the lack of due diligence in these movies, and yeah. it's a dead topic, I'm beating the horse, but don't you think he would have been like, uh, can you introduce me to one of these people who didn't die? Yeah, or do you have, like, a tape Any to proof. tell me? Any proof. Any proof? Because uh, also a pretty easy way to wait, prove. who told you about the Force? Yeah. <laughs> but even up until this point, when he's like, yep, I will become a Sith Lord, he still has gotten no evidence that the dark side of the force can prevent people from dying. Because you know who could prevent from dying? Darth fucking Plagueis. That's true. If if he was that powerful, then watch he would back. not be dead. Um, anyway. So dubs him Darth Vader. And then Anakin goes off on his Vader, which Child we discussed. He does all that stuff. Now, yeah. let's stick to Palpatine, though, because here's what Palpatine does. Goes back to the Senate. Goes back to the Senate and is like, FYI, I am the emperor. This is an imperial empire, a galactic empire. He's full on talking like a lizard now. Yeah. And he's, he's like, the Jedis have tried to kill me. Yeah, this he, is he presents my his face. Right. And he, no one asks him like, hey, why does your voice sound so evil? Yeah. Because he's like, yes, the Jedi tried to kill me, but we will have a galactic empire. Why do you have the body language of Mr. Burns now? Like, why it's are crazy. you literally putting on a fake mustache Bef- at the end of every sentence just to twirl it? Before that, he was kind of this like, oh, I am Chancellor. You know, this old wizard oh, man. Well, 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 um, you know, the, the, this burden is, you know, yeah. uh, su- does not suit, but I will I'm accept. I'm going to you be know. paying much attention to you. And then, now, <laughs> I'm Chancellor and, and there's this line... <laughs> That Padme delivers, yeah, because he he says like, FYI, Republic is dissolved, end of democracy. Congrats, it's an right. empire. If we're gonna fucking tackle this. You got to give me all the power in the world. And everyone's like, everyone, power. everyone, they give, everyone just gives it to him. Everyone just applauds. Yeah, and Padme says, "This is how democracy dies to thunderous applause." Okay, so uh, George Lucas hates uh, George W. Bush. Sure, this is two thousand five. The Iraq War is in the middle of its worst quagmire period. Second term. Uh, Bush, right, has just been reelected. I guess he's being elected. He's running for election yeah. when this movie is being shot, things yeah. like that. And um, you can, yeah, you can, there is this sort of seething quality to Padme's line reading and to the whole like Hitler esque rise to power thing that's happening. Creating conflicts that only he can knock down in order to look like the solution. I mean, there was, you remember uh, Bush's whole sort of like main uh, angle for his reelection was like, I got us in this middle of the war. You're not going to hire someone yeah. else to finish it up. At least let me finish it. Right. I know you hate this war I started, but you got to let me finish it. And if it. you're for us, you're if you're not for us, you're against us. Right. We, ne- we never discussed that line last week where uh, 
Anakin says, like, you know, if you're not with me, you're against me. Yeah. And Obi-Wan says, only a Sith deals in absolutes. Yeah. Which I think is... It's, I feel like Jedi's deal in absolutes, too. No, only a Sith deals in absolutes is an, is absolute. an absolute. I right. mean, it's yeah. it's a very silly yeah. whatever. Yeah, there are two types of people in the world. People who say there are only two types of people in the world. <laughs> um... Anyway, it's like those that that joke where it's like there are two books that you need to read. The, the book is like what they teach you at Harvard Business School and what they don't teach you at Harvard Business. School. <laughs> yeah. I've never heard that joke. It's That's really joke. funny. Because there are two joke. Joke, There are two books actually called yeah. that. That's like the entire you know wealth of knowledge. In See, the I wish Anakin could have just done that. Like read the book, like <laughs> the Order of the Jedi, and then the other one that's like not the Order of the Jedi, and then just not how to fucking just done research. So Sidious is the emperor now. Now he's the emperor. He's still Palpatine publicly. George Bush hates, George Lucas hates George Bush. But he has this ironclad, bulletproof reason to um, seize power and eliminate the Jedi. Which he does, and that's a whole other episode. We're going to talk about that in another episode? Jedi Holocaust is its own episode. Order 66. Yeah, that's Execute its own the evil order. Yeah. Execute order 69, 69, 420. 66, isn't that one six off? Should we, should we be worried about this guy? <laughs> Palpatine? So Palpatine will- You're dis- worried about Palpatine? We'll discuss it later, but eliminates the Jedi. It's a Jedi Holocaust. And has this one big final scene, right? Well, he fights Yoda. Yeah, where he fights Yoda. It's Flubber on Flubber. It's- it's crazy how bad this scene is. It looks like... Uh, um, Did I, you think the last Yoda fight was bad? Yeah. Well, we well, extended it. They're fighting the Galactic Senate with all the floating Yeah, boxes. and they're shooting floating boxes at each other. It looks like an air hockey game where you put too many pucks on the table. Here's what I hate about this scene. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I can't even remember exactly the specifics of it, but why Yoda decides to go take care of Palpatine. Because Yoda's off on some planet with these things called Wookiees that is this like bizarre diversion. Whole other episode. Even for this movie is really Whole weird. other episode. <laughs> it is so weird. I agree with you that it sets up literally nothing, <laughs> accomplishes nothing. I have no understanding of why he would... It makes no sense. They're it's cool almost, looking creatures. It's almost though. like he yeah. lost a bet. Like he had to put in 15 minutes of. Like, it's a planet Kashyyyk. It's these hairy. Yeah, these Wookiees, including like a Wookiee called Chewbacca, who he like is like, hello, Chewbacca. It's nice to meet you. You, you know, we are great friends with you. It's so. Okay. It's so, so weird. This is his own episode. <laughs> we'll talk about it later. This but is he, a whole other He episode. keeps on calling out this one Wookiee by name. <laughs> This one who actually isn't even wearing a lot of shit. A lot of them have these crazy helmets and are more visually distinctive because there's <laughs> signifiers. There's helmets and there's armor and there's hairstyles. This, this guy's guy like has the one bandolier. He's like the most vanilla of the Wookiees. He's a hair guy. He's a hairy guy. Because going like, what's your name again? <laughs> Chewbacca. <laughs> I will always remember you, Chewbacca. Chewbacca and then doesn't even seem like, to help that much. Yoda's the other guy. Like, the other guy. The general seems to be uh, yeah. Tarful. Tarful's the one who seems to really be helping, and he's, he's not going big. like. Thanks for everything, Chewbacca. Tarful's like, are you fucking serious? Right, we'll get I'm to right that later. Here. Anyway, oh, Yoda's like, oh, all right, Jedi's are getting wiped out. Oh, boy. This is bad news. I'm going to yeah. go kill pa- Palpatine. I'm going to go kill Sidious. They have this fight in the Senate. What I hate about this fight, apart from everything, mm-hmm. is that it is so clearly designed so that neither can die. Yeah. Because Lucas has obviously decided that Sidious obviously can't die and Yoda can't die either mm-hmm. for some reason. Yeah. And so I think that's why we have this thing with the Senate with them flinging chairs at each other, because otherwise there's no real reason for them to kind of like have a reason to break off the fight. 
Sure. It, it, the whole thing is so annoying, basically. It's sort of like a non-fight. Like it's, by the whole thing, do you mean uh, this entire movie? Uh, this entire series of films. Right. And uh, it just drives me crazy. Anyway, that's the last swing someone gets at Palpatine. Uh, yes. Um, and then Palpatine, for the rest of the movie, is just uh, helping Anakin become... I mean, he, he essentially sets Anakin to kill off everyone who yeah, he's, he's been like, using to help him in the rest Anakin of the last Anakin shows up and is like, uh, what should I do? And he's like, go to Jedi Temple, wipe him out. The Moidians, kill the Jedi. Yeah, Anakin shows Grievous. up, what should I do? And he's yeah. like, no, he doesn't kill Grievous. No, but I'm saying he's all he's doing the whole film is going like, Knocking down kill every, Grievous. Yeah. Tying up all the loose ends. Yeah, but it's all the people he's used to help him get to this point. Grievous dies. Yes. Um, Which is more Dick Cheney. I mean, I guess this movie's saying that he's Dick Cheney. And that Anakin is George Bush? Yeah, whatever. I don't know. It's fucking um, sloppy. Uh, yeah. Um, the the Nemoidians die and all the other Separatists. The yeah. Separatists get wiped out. And Dooku obviously dies early in the movie. You know, so... Yeah. Bail Organa ev- survives. He, he squeaks by. Yeah. Now, Bail Organa is still in the Senate, though. Oh, yeah. So there's this implication that he's going to kind of keep the Senate, but just it'll just be like a sort of a rubber stamp, I guess is the idea, yeah. for his policies. It's sort of weird. I don't know. I guess just to keep everything in line. Because Organa says something like he's going to need the Senate to run things, even if he doesn't like it. Yeah, quick sidebar. Uh, last week I, I talked about the young Jedi boy who saved... Um, yeah, the Lucas kid. Right. Uh, his character's name is uh, Zet Jukasa. <laughs> Do you know what his real name is? What? Jet Lucas. <laughs> his name's Jet? Yeah, like a Jet. Like a Jet pack. Like John Travolta's kid had it. John, John's son. R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. Um, Jet! <laughs> Jet, Jet. Uh, that's the you doing the Paul, yeah, McCartney, doing the Paul song? McCartney song. It's a song. good song. Yeah. Uh, I had a I had a friend in high school named Jet. And we would we would sing that whenever he walked in the room. Uh, it used to be my uh, phone ringtone. Really, it's a really it's good it's song. a good phone ringtone because it's like da 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 is how it starts. Jet. Yeah. Okay. Um, City of uh, City of saves Anakin from the lava and turns him into Darth Vader and this and that merchandise spotlight. But uh, yeah, and we should say the the film ends with his. 100% complete and total triumph. Mm-hmm. If there's a real um, protagonist to these movies, you could argue that it's him in that it's like he's the only character who accomplishes all his goals, mm-hmm. ends up, you know, ends yeah. on a high note. Yeah. And at the end, he's looking out. They're building that thing. What's it called? Uh, Death Planet? The k- killer, killer Star? The killer Ship. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, and he's Death just Planet like, killer star, ex- yeah. you know, Anakin is with him, but Anakin's all messed up, and he's in this robot suit. Yeah. A couple of the Jedi survived, okay, Obi-Wan, Yoda, but, you know. Um, he should be the lead character of this film. He's almost the lead character of this film. He does have a lot of breaks, though. Watching only his scenes reminded me of how many scenes he is not in. Yeah. And what a waste those scenes I know, scenes you, could, are. you could have him in more scenes. It's really- He should fight it, everyone. It's a delicious performance. It's an interesting character. He's having a lot of fun with it. Um, it's the only interesting arc yeah. throughout the three films. No! But, it's the only interesting arc, but it makes you wish that episode one was him training under Plagueis. Yeah. Right? Don't yeah, you wish? sure. Why? Fine, yeah. And then episode Plagueis. two was them finding the Anakin. the Phantom Menace. I know. Anyway. Merchandise Spotlight. In 2005, for the release of Revenge of the Sith, yeah. uh, Burger King did two series of promotions. Um, because uh, one, one for the home video release, one one for the theatrical release. Okay. And they released a lot of um, uh, what, what one would call um, super deformed toys. 
<laughs> in the super deformed line. I think it's uh, not politically correct, but it's it's a Japanese name, uh, SD, for like when toys are like very stylized, almost like caricatures of how the characters actually look. They make toys that are more cartoonish and caricatured. Um, so I did like two series of that where they had like 30 different fucking toys to collect in like different uh, sections. And uh, they were grouped into different things. And so they they made two of them. Um, uh, what, one here, um, this was in the first series. This is Emperor Palpatine. Um, so it's you see, like huge head, right? Oh, I see. He's like 90% head. Yeah, he's basically head, a couple of hands. Two big hands stuck together. Stuck together and pointing palm out. Yeah. And then a, a hood. Right. Yeah. And it's a classic Darth Sidious as we know him from Phantom Mass where you can't really see his face because the hood's coming down so low. But right. it's like, okay. And you got some characters we all recognize in this series. You got Obi-Wan, you got Padme, you got, you've got Jar Jar, yeah. you've got Chewbacca and Tarful. Yeah. Um, now, all these toys had features. What would you assume that you're making an Emperor Palpatine, you're going to get in Burger King, this guy's hands out. Mm. Uh, what What would you assume? Lightning. This is? Uh, no, he shoots water. He's <laughs> a water gun. <laughs> He's a little water, but it's not. <laughs> Look, they didn't. Yeah, it's not because it's not structurally. It doesn't have that much. <laughs> what if he shot water it? in the maze window scene? He's just soaking Samuel L. Jackson. David, like, that's why I'm bringing this up. He's in the kind of position that he was in, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. and just a little bit of water scores out. It's just like a little <laughs> spritz. Okay, so then this is the other one. This was like the post transformation. Oh, here he is. He's got a lightsaber in his hands. Right, and he's and got he's, red the eyes, the red robe, and, yeah. the red eyes, the mushy face. What do you think this one does? And once uh, again, super deformed. I don't know. Just tell me. It's a top. <laughs> it's a spinning top. You spin him around. Yeah, I like that. so you lift off like the top half of his body from the robes, and then the bottom half of his body is just like a top, and you well, spin him around. What can some of the other ones do? Like you've got Bail Organa here. Yeah, there was like, one. Like, what can he do? Can he shout no? Um, he's who? He's a sh- <laughs> he's a shadow caster, which means that uh, yeah, we can we could talk about. It, these it means a if bit. you put him in the sun, he casts a shadow. I believe he projects. Like he can project a little symbol on the wall. I think that's what he can do. Anyway. Like a bat signal. How many of these toys did you own? I didn't own any of them. I, I contend oh, yeah, you were I not really a toy person. Revenge of the Sith merchandise. Uh, Jedi Wisdom, you can get a Kit Fisto or a Mace Windu that are like magic eight balls. Yeah. So you like shake them win. and then you look under their robes. Ignore and instead of seeing... any pressing fr- threats. Yeah. Like it would be that kind of advice. Yeah, but you shake them and then you look, the, the window is at the bottom of their robes. So it's like you turn it around and instead of seeing a wiener, you get advice. You get life advice instead of seeing a wiener. Yeah, nice it's like an upskirt. See. You're doing an upskirt. Now, this is weird, because all what? these toys, I recognize all these guys. You've got your Pab. Yeah. You've got your Anakin. Yeah. You've got your Chewbacca. I don't know Our why favorites. there's so much. Yeah. yeah. you got your Yoda. you got Obi-Wan. He's old. Why do they keep doing this? Maybe, old Obi-Wan. Maybe it was a deleted scene. Maybe they yeah. thought the movie was going to end later. And That's true. That's fair. I don't know. I don't recognize this guy. This must be a background Jedi. Yeah, it's background Jedi. Like, I can't see. This, this, this was done as a brain teaser. All right. So they like you were supposed to. This was the the pamphlet they gave you when you bought a Happy Meal, and yeah. you were supposed to fill in the letters to complete someone's name. And so it's missing letters, and it says L K S K W L K R. I have no idea who that is. Anyway, letters missing, but I don't remember that character. Anyway, great promotion. Uh, go out on eBay and uh, buy all Gotta of them. Gotta catch them all. Uh, here's a. Uh, uh, Watto, you can wind up, and he does backflips. This was from the first series, and there was a uh, appropriately aged Obi Wan Kenobi, and it says, "Look inside for a surprise." And this was also the looking inside was looking up the skirt. Mm. You look up the skirt, and then they're just you stick your eye to it like a kaleidoscope, and you see a picture from those movies cool. that you love. Uh, great merchandise spotlight. Picture. 
Uh, butt picture. Uh, well, um, I'm Griffin. Uh, oh, we're just rapping. No, I was gonna intro. I thought. Oh, oh, well, you're Griffin. Colin Audible. I'm David Sims. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Let's start over. Yeah, uh, welcome to Griffin Day Present, mm-hmm. uh, Revenge of the Podcast. This. Is... I feel like we've done like eight comedy bang bang bits on this episode just by mistake. We're stealing a lot. Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> well, you could call us a couple Palpatines over here. Why is that? Because we're bad. I don't know. Oh boy, getting sloppy. Look. I love what they do with this guy in this movie. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite part of this movie. Mm-hmm. There's there's a lot of problems. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of logical plot hole, you know, issues. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's definitely my most positive part. My most positive like reaction is to this stuff. No question. I I would say. Well, what the hell, man? Why wasn't there more of him in the other two know, movies? He should be the he should be the fucking uh, main character of this trilogy. I don't know. Anyway, it's just weird to make a three part saga. With the end of the three parts is the lurking evil who has dominated events behind the scenes for three movies gets exactly what he wants and everyone else uh, gets screwed over. Yeah, I don't fucking understand. This is what I was saying last week. What is he trying to do? The bad guy gets everything he wants and the good guy just becomes bad. George Lucas is a pessimist. He's a pessimist. And uh, he hates passion. And he hates George W. Bush. Producer Ben, final thoughts. Um, So, talking about this character... Reminded me of the film The Devil's Advocate with Pacino, Pacino Keanu, Reeves, Keanu Reeves, Connie Nielsen, mm-hmm. Charlie Theron. Mm-hmm. So, this might be a little controversial. Oh, no. But oh, no. I was just thinking, I'd love to see a Pacino as Palpatine. Oh, that'd be great. Wouldn't he, that be good? It's over the top. He'd chew it up. Power! <laughs> Power! <laughs> Not from a Jedi! <laughs> <laughs> So I would I would love to see that. Uh, we can explore that further. It's interesting. There's not a lot of Italians in these movies. No, you got it's a very English British sort mm-hmm. of flavor the whole time. You you could do with a little more like ethnic flavor. Yeah, I mean Portman's one of the chosen people. That's true. Smiths is a uh, Hispanic. He's Hispanic. I believe he's Cuban. I'm not absolutely sure know. on his heritage. Um, but no, it'd be great. Um, let's this this is start of a new segment. At the end of every episode, let's pick a, a character and pretend that why, someone else played them. Why didn't we ever do that before? That's I great. This is such a great game. I know. Well, though, I, I you know, I've worked from so... A Jedi. <laughs> is that, who's that? Pacino. That's Pacino. Pacino. Yeah, your, your old one was better. Your it's first, fun. Your first, your first go round. I tried to focus more on the pause in between and the physicality, but it didn't work because this is a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> What's the last good Pacino performance? Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, Jack and Jill. I'm Come not even now. being facetious. He's really good in Jack and Jill. All right. Well, apart from Jack and Jill, which I haven't seen. Uh, Don Brasco? You don't think Insomnia? Oh, yeah. No, Insomnia. I love Insomnia. I think he's great in Insomnia. I do, too. I forgot. No, I just forgot about Insomnia. I also think he's great in Angels in America, but that's technically not a film. Yeah, I think he's a little hammy in that. Yeah, but I think it's... Good hammy. I think Insomnia is the last great I'm, one. I'm and looking... he's he's genuinely very good. I'm not yeah. fucking No, he's great in Insomnia. He's quiet. No, I'm saying he's great in Jack and oh, I'm not trolling. Yeah, he's great in Jack and No, he's not. Okay, um, so Pacino as uh, Darth Sidious. Let's make it happen, people. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I, I don't know. What else do I have to say? Next week we'll hopefully have a guest. I know we keep on ending every episode saying we're going to have a guest and then scheduling a conflicts permit. I know. Well, it's also uh, because it's funny because I had a 20-minute maybe half hour conversation with Mike Ryan on the corner of 65th Street and Broadway after the, we saw Carol at the New York Film Festival. When was this? 
when did I see Carol? Uh, two days ago. Okay. Yeah. And um, you know, in which he started like, I'm sorry, I couldn't make the podcast. Yeah. yeah. You know, and um. And then he proceeded to talk my ear off for half an hour about Revenge of the Sith. And I was like, well, you should come on. And he was like, no, I'm going to come on. Anyway, it's crazy when this happens, isn't it? We're going to get my crying on as a guest. We have a lot of other great guests coming. That's one spoiler alert and a spoilerific episode of Revenge of the Podcast. Yeah, next next week, no spoilers. Next week, let's keep it clean. Yep. We'll talk about the space holocaust. Mm -hmm. I don't know. We'll talk about something. Uh, We have topics. We got topics for days. We got topics falling out of our fucking pockets. Yep. Um, well, uh, let's, what, what well, we, I'm tired. I'm tired too. I'm really, I don't know why I'm so tired. Yeah, it's a tiring time of year. Yeah. Uh, the rain scum, joints get all achy. tiring time of the year. No Christmas year. music. It wasn't, it was a tire <laughs> ween song. You know, tire ween, the holiday where we all get tired, tire ween. Okay. Well, uh, thank you for listening. Uh, please scrub, scrub, <laughs> Oh my God. And right, I'm I'm literally I'm <laughs> melting. My forehead is turning into butt cheeks. <laughs> Wrinkles are appearing all over my face. This is a goofy episode. It's good because last week we were really kind of bummed out by the end. Yeah, did you listen to it though? No, it's good. Yeah, it's great. I know it's great. We're great. Sometimes I think these episodes aren't good, and I listen. Oh my God. And I'm Sometimes like, I'm like, what did what did we even talk I about? Know, and, then, and then I listen back, and it's like, no, it's fine. It's probably all Ben's uh, editing hand. Yeah. Oh yeah, I cut out a lot of stuff. Yeah. From last week's episode. Did you? No, I didn't. It's crazy though. This like literally is the best podcast of all time. It, it, is it crazy? It's not crazy. No, it makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. Okay, well, we're monsters. Uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, go see Hotel Transylvania 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, support uh, character based animation. Yep. Um, and as always, cross your fingers. Colin Trevorrow never gets to make <laughs> a Star Wars movie. No. No. Do it. <laughs>